Today we're going to be taking a look at Surah Nisa and this Surah itself is really quite powerful. It lays the foundations on what the Islamic social system should be built on. It talks and discusses themes of uh, cooperation within the family and the community, taking care of the weak and vulnerable, the protection and in how to honour women, looking after the property of the community and the distribution of inheritance amongst heirs according to a system which ensures justice to individuals and prosperity to the community. This surah is fundamental in removing the ignorance that can perpetuate within society and bringing us into a law that Allah has designed for us in his wisdom in knowing and seeing everything from every aspect. This surah also explains the simple truth of Muhammad message and indeed the message of all the prophets that came before him of Tawheed, centering ourselves solely in pleasing Allah, in recognizing Allah and in submitting ourselves to Allah. And so this surah shows us by taking that essential compass of Tawheed, we attribute ourselves all our principles based on seeking Allah's pleasure. The objective is to obtain that standard that Allah is pleased with. And it removes our own ego from the equation and the possible hypocrisy of trying to please other people or gaining somebody else's favour. This is the essence of Islamic morality. And so the Qur'an moulds this within our communities and it raises our standards and gives us that motivation to aspire to an ideal for Allah that can never be compromised, that should never be compromised. And it's this unique method of the Qur'an and Islam that shapes a human community, that takes them from the shadows of ignorance and the darkness and guides us to a path where we attain that sublime contentment. As I've mentioned previously, this surah outlines many legislations and Allah commands us here to maintain honesty and justice between all people, regardless of their background, of their race, belief, ethnic origin, their nationality, their position in society, the higher, the poorer, the weak, the strong. Regardless of all of that, every single person is treated individually, fairly and justly. And this accountability, this equity that Islam stands for, replaces that logic of ignorance um, that was prevalent in the Rasul's time, in favouring, for example, passing of one tribe over another. But we see that today as well, in our society today, where um, a white person isn't treated the same way that a black person would be. So Islam comes to 
eliminate these ill constructs of society and replace it rather with the overarching will of Allah that Allah illuminates for us the way that we should be living our lives as he says in the verses A'udhu Billahi Minash Shaitanir Rajeem Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim Yuridu Allahu liyubayyina lakum wa yahdiyakum sunanal ladina min qablikum wa yatuba alaykum Wallahu alimun hakim Wallahu yuridu an yatuba alaykum wa yuridu alladhina yattabi'una ash-shahawat wa yuriduna alladhina yattabi'u ash-shahawati an tamilu maylan 'azima yuridu Allahu an yukhaffifa 'ankum Allah says here in these verses that it's Allah's will to make things clear to you, to guide you to the noble ways of those before you and turn to you in mercy. For Allah is all-knowing, all-wise. And again, it's Allah's will to turn to you in grace. But those who follow their desires wish to see you deviate entirely from Allah's way. And it is Allah's will to lighten your burdens for humankind was created weak subhanallah so these three verses Allah gives us the purpose of law Allah makes it clear to us so that there is no ambiguity there is no confusion Allah wants us to succeed and Allah wants to forgive us and on the way to attaining that forgiveness from Allah Allah wants to make things easy for us in recognizing that we are created weak. This is the nature of man. There is an element of honour here that Allah has given us by speaking to us and saying that Allah wishes to make all of this clear to you, that Allah wants us to understand his wisdom and for us to reflect on it with open minds and open eyes. There is nothing mysterious about what Allah has legislated and Allah hasn't made this legislation by whim. There is purpose behind this and this honor is appreciated by those who really try to understand what it means to be a servant of Allah. Going back to what I've said initially regarding Tawheed and placing Allah at the center of at the center of motivation for everything that we do. We can see in this verse that Allah is too turning to us in mercy. That Allah makes things clear and guides us by taking our hand so that we can turn to him in repentance. He facilitates for us the way in proceeding on this path that he has made easy for us. SubhanAllah. And in the remembrance of Allah. <sighs> but in the mention of Allah and remembering Allah, Ibn Qayyim al-Jawzi says that Allah smooths that which is rough Allah eases that which is difficult and Allah lightens that which is heavy. Whenever you mention Allah, every rough road is smoothed. Every difficulty is eased. Every burden lightened. Every hardship removed. Every woe lifted. The remembrance of Allah is the ease that follows difficulty. The relief that follows hardship, care and troubles. It removes that fear from our heart and has that 
beautiful effect of bringing about security. In those moments when we're frightened or we're seized by fear, there is nothing more beneficial than to remember Allah's in, Allah in that moment and to call upon Allah in that moment. And in proportion to this remembrance, we will find that security. It's from Allah that we alone seek help. We alone seek our aid. We alone rely on and take our strength from. And if we just go back to the end of that verse where Allah says that Allah wants to lighten our burdens because we have been created weak. That Allah has chosen for us the way of life that's easy in its implementation. It takes away that burden and that struggle upon us, unifying us as humankind, protecting us against immorality and leading us on a very safe and secure course. With that, inshallah, I'd like to conclude. Please forgive me in this very flawed, waffling reflections. Jazakallahu khair. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdik. Nashhadu an la ilaha illa ant. Nastaghfiruka wa atubu alik. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Ma'al-habib an